Hey friends, welcome to episode 139 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Doris Swift. Thanks so much for joining me and I want to warmly welcome you to this space today. I usually am talking with women who are taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect, which is my definition of a fierce calling. Today, it's going to be me and you, and we are talking about peace versus complacency. We shouldn't trade the comfort of true peace for the comfortable of complacency, and that's what we're talking about today. And if you are new around here, I want to warmly welcome you, and thank you so much for those who are loyal listeners of Fierce Calling. And I would so appreciate if you haven't yet done this to go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show and more people then can find it. So thank you so much and stay tuned for our conversation. to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Hey friends, today we're going to talk about peace and complacency. This actually is from a blog post that I wrote several years ago and I was asking the question in this blog post, have you ever thought about it? the difference between peace and complacency. Because we all want peace, but it got me thinking about how easily complacency can disguise itself as peace. There's something I used to pray about continually, something very important, and I don't worry about it and I feel at peace about it, but then it struck me. Although I've surrendered it to God, I've also stopped praying about it. And perhaps rather than having a true peace, I've become complacent, satisfied with things as they are and not as they could be. And how many times have we heard someone say, I'm good? And how many times have we said it too? And we've all heard the phrase, it's all good, right? We've said it ourselves. So is it? Or have we accepted things as they are? And that's it. Good is good. God is good. I'm not dissing good at all. And as long as it doesn't mean we're settling, I'm good with that. But sometimes we settle. I'm good as long as we haven't quit doing what we've been called to do. That we've not quit praying for that thing or that person or that people. That we've just plain given up retired from the vibrant life we've been created for, to settle for just existing. 
So here's the definition of complacency straight from Merriam-Webster. Complacency, a feeling of being satisfied with how things are and not wanting to try to make them better. A complacent feeling or condition. Now here's the definition of peace, also from Merriam-Webster. Peace, freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions, harmony, and personal relations. So side by side, which would you choose? I know which one I would choose. And check this out. In Isaiah 32, verses 9 and 10, it says, You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. In little more than a year, you who feel secure will tremble. The grape harvest will fail, and the harvest of fruit will not come. But now, here's this verse, Isaiah thirty-two seventeen, And the work of righteousness will be peace, and the service of righteousness, quietness, and confidence forever. When we become complacent, we're probably good when things are good. But what happens when the trials come? If we stray from our firm foundation, we'll crumble like a cookie. Here are a few dangers of complacency. It stunts our spiritual growth. It blurs the lines between comfortable and comfort. It causes us to settle for less than God's best. It keeps us stuck when we need to move forward. Amen, right? It makes us lukewarm, neither hot nor cold. And we know what God says about that in his word. It tempts us to withdraw and to become isolated. It will distance us from God because we're going to be complacent. So we're not going to be taking action or being intentional about our relationships, even with God. Are we experiencing the comfort of true peace or settling for the comfortable of complacency? And we all love comfortable, don't we? We want to be comfortable. But God calls us to step out of our comfort zones and put our toe in the water, to step out into what he's calling us to, new adventures, and really just step out into a boldness. I love John 14, 27 in the um, New American Standard Version. It says, peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Love that. And I didn't hear the words peace or freedom in the definition of complacency. Did you? Of course, Jesus has this peace that's supernatural, and you're not going to find the definition of it in Merriam-Webster. But that's why God says it's a peace that surpasses all understanding. We can have it even when it doesn't make sense. So we need to stay in prayer without ceasing, which means don't give up praying. Stay close to the sisterhood because isolation is a dangerous place. and We do not want to go there. Stay alert because the enemy loves when we're distracted, right? The enemy wants to distract us, but he loves when we get distracted because then it takes our focus off what God is calling us to do and what our true purpose is. The world needs to know that true peace is found in Jesus. So what are your thoughts about that? 
Have you found yourself at times being complacent about something where maybe you thought it was peace or didn't realize that you had let time slip by, let a prayer go? God answers our prayers. He hears us when we pray. That's a promise. We don't have to wonder if that's true. It's true. He hears us when we pray. And we're even called to come boldly before the throne with our prayers. I want to read you this verse. Hebrews 4, verse 14. I'm going to read through 16, actually. Seeing then what we have, a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's the new King James Version, which I love because it uses the word boldly. Some other versions use the word confidence, go with confidence before the throne of grace. And yeah, friend, we can do that. We can do that. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on peace and complacency. Have you experienced that in your life too? Think about a time when you've prayed fervently about something and then you got exhausted. I heard a story one time in church where the pastor who was preaching was talking about a wife who prayed for her husband to come to the Lord for 40 years. That is commitment right there. And that is not being complacent at all. And sometimes when we think about that, we think, wow, Lord, why would you want somebody to wait 40 years to come to you? Why wouldn't you draw them closer sooner? We don't understand God's timing. It's a praise. It's a praise. This person came to the Lord after that many years of prayer by his wife and how thankful he was that she prayed for him. So let's think about that, friends, when we get tired of praying and thinking that maybe God isn't going to answer that prayer, so why even bother? But that's our mindset, and we can change our perspective to a biblical perspective, to a holy perspective, to a Jesus-honoring perspective, and see that he is here with us. He knows our hurts. He knows our troubles. Just like that verse says in Hebrews, we have a high priest, a great high priest, who has passed through the heavens. He is not a high priest who does not sympathize with our weaknesses. He was tempted, like we're tempted, yet he did not have any sin. So he knows what we're praying for. He knows those we're praying for. He knows our hurts and our hearts. And we would love nothing more than to see our loved ones, friends, family, walk with Jesus, follow Jesus, and walk in the calling that they've been called forth to walk in and the plans that God has for them. So tell me what you think about that, peace versus complacency. 
The show notes are at DaraSwift.com, and there's a comment place on the bottom where you can comment on the post. And I would love to hear your thoughts. And friends, I am excited to share that the Bible study that I have been writing for the past over a year now, quite a while, six-week Bible study called Surrender the Joy Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You. And we're going to work through that together, surrender those things that threaten to steal our joy. We're going to walk boldly in God's plans for us. We're going to live on mission. And we're going to be disciples. And we're going to make disciples. And the Bible study comes out this spring. So stay tuned, and I'll have more information about that. And I would love to come to your church and talk about it. So check out my speaker page at doraswift.com or on womenspeakers.com and you can reach out to me and I would love to chat about speaking at your next women's event and talking about that, about surrendering our joy stealers and rediscovering the joy that Jesus gave us. So friend, I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman who's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.